Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. On this week's Dear Viv, a territorial housemate, having to work with a colleague who once bullied you, and a teenager who can't stop eating... Our first question this week. Dear Viv, I've moved in with a housemate who I'm just not clicking with. We don't really talk except when she has an issue with something I've done in the house. I try to engage with her, but her replies are always short and she never asks questions in return. I've come to accept that I'll probably never be close with her, but the tension makes me feel like a visitor in my own house. She leaves for work earlier than I do, and when she gets back, she goes to her room. I don't feel comfortable in our living room or kitchen because they're all set out her way as she moved in before I did. Do you have any advice for making me feel more comfortable or connected to the space? Hello, disgruntled house sharer. Well, this is a difficult one, isn't it? I think there are a lot of different problems at play here, and they're all getting a bit muddled up. The first and most simple problem is that you're new in a house and you're not sure about the setup but that's not really a problem it's just a natural reaction it takes a while to settle in and feel at home somewhere so give it time the newness of this situation may be the thing that's most concerning you here and that will pass quite quickly so try not to over dramatize while you're still taking stock of your surroundings The other issue is the character and personality of your housemate. Although I think this is potentially not a problem at all. It's an opportunity. Here's someone who clearly doesn't want to make friends. She just wants a quiet life and to live in her own space. Maybe that is not what you wanted from this house share. Maybe you wanted a new friend. But you need to respect the signals that she's sending out. This is a house share where the people involved live their own lives. They're civil to each other and perhaps supportive at certain times, but they stay in their own space. In the short term, this might be a chance for you to get some time to yourself, um, find some calm in your busy life. I don't know why I'm assuming that you have a busy life, but everyone seems to have a busy life nowadays. In the long term, it may be something... I'm sensing this from your letter that that makes you feel sad. You'd like to live in a house with livelier housemates, 
But that's okay. There's time for that. You don't need to make that decision now. Give this situation a chance. It's not what you expected, perhaps, but it might have unexpected benefits. The final problem is uh, when you talk about the layout of the house. I'm not sure what you mean exactly here without getting into specifics. You say they're all set out her way. What does this mean exactly? I can only guess. But I think you might be projecting your feelings of discomfort onto the space. You feel unwelcome in this space because this woman doesn't want to be your best friend and likes having her own space. But that is a perfectly natural attitude, even if it doesn't turn out to be one that you share. Is the space objectively really so terrible or are you making yourself feel as if it is because you're convincing yourself that you're not welcome there? You're reading a lot here into a situation which some people would pay good money to find. A house where you have your own space, where you don't have to talk to people unless you want to and where there's peace and quiet. Try and see some of these advantages, even if they're not necessarily the reason you got into this. There will be plenty of other opportunities to live in a noisy house where everyone occupies the communal space the whole time and wants to chat. Enjoy the chance to live in a space that's a bit different. Maybe the thing you're feeling is not really tension. It's actually calm waiting to be discovered. Our next question. Dear Viv, when I started my first job, the relationship I had with one of my colleagues was incredibly toxic and I felt incredibly bullied by her, eventually leaving my first job because of the way she treated me. Since then, I've had a happy career and regained all the confidence I lost because of her belittlement in my first role. However, Her company and my company are working together on a project and I keep bumping into her. The first time was a total surprise and I felt a wave of nausea go over me. Since then, I've bumped into her several times and felt sick and panicky each time. It's not possible for me to just stop seeing her. So how do I deal with this? Hello, toxic bully survivor. I'm so sorry to hear this is happening to you. But I'm so glad you've written in, as I suspect many people have experienced this, having someone pop up in your working life who you thought you'd got rid of a long time ago. Your case is particularly extreme, though, as this person didn't just annoy you, they bullied you and essentially forced you out of your job. That's a pretty intense situation and I can understand why you're feeling this way. That, however, is the key, the way you're feeling See how you describe what this woman makes you experience. A wave of nausea, sick, panicky. These are physical feelings, a physiological response your body is having to the memory of this woman. But I think your body is kind of deceiving you here and you need to listen to your mind. In your logical mind, you know that you've got over this situation. You did an amazingly brave, practical and sensible thing by walking away from that first job. Since then, you say yourself that you've had a happy career and you've regained all of your confidence. You have put that situation behind you. It's in the past. But some part of you retains the memory of those horrible feelings and is bringing them back when you see this woman. That memory, though, is outdated and no longer relevant to the person you are now. So try to let it go a bit whilst doing that gently and remembering that being freaked out by this woman is a completely natural reaction. 
smile to yourself about the reminder of how you felt back then and recognize that it doesn't really reflect how you feel now calm, confident and in control. You're a different person to the person who was bullied by this woman. Time has passed. Stay in the moment of now and keep reminding yourself of everything positive that has happened in your working life since then. Bring that into all your interactions with this woman. This is not a repeat, it's a new script. I think you might be surprised about what happens if you do this. You might find you experience this woman as an entirely different person and you might even find that you get on with her. Be open to this time being different because it is different and don't allow yourself to get stuck in the past. Think to yourself, that was then, this is now. It really is different and you know it. You can definitely sail through this. Our last question this week. Dear Viv, my eldest child, aged 16, is really overweight. He does do sport and we do encourage him. And while he's with us, he eats healthy food. He knows about nutrition, but when he's not in our company, he binge eats. He goes to the shop after school to buy crisps and sugar. We've talked about it. He knows he's overweight, but he doesn't seem to be able to help himself. I've found stashes of food. People say he'll grow out of it or don't worry about it, but I am worried about him, about him going through his teenage years being unhappy with how he looks, because I know he's unhappy. I don't want him to be bullied. We've had heart-to-hearts and he's tried to change, but it doesn't last. Please help. Oh, this is so sad. I can't bear it. Thank you so much for writing in. My heart goes out to you, not just because... I have teenagers myself, but also because I was a bit of a nightmare eater too when I was 16. So I do sympathise with your son. I think there are two clear options here and only you can know which of them is right for your family. The first option, and this might surprise you, um, I wish I had more information to go on by the way here, but I hope this helps. So the first option is to take the heat off, let things go, for a bit and to some extent ignore the problem now before anyone gasps and starts wanting to throw things at me hear me out I recognize that this is a child in pain and there's a potential long-term issue developing here but I'm going on a limited amount of information and we only have one side of the story so I want you to think about this from your son's point of view how serious is this really how often is this happening how often have you found these stashes of food Who are the people who are saying, don't worry about it and he'll grow out of it? Are they people who know anything about these things or who understand your son? Are they people you can trust? It's possible that by worrying excessively and badgering your son about changing his behavior and making him self-conscious that you're making it worse. So stepping back from the problem for a defined period of time whilst showing your son that you care and you want to talk to him about what's happening in his life, that could be something that could be really helpful. On the other hand, there's option two. This is for if you feel this problem has really escalated and is out of everyone's control. I know this won't be easy to hear, but it could be that this is a problem that needs professional help. It could be your GP. It could be a therapist or a counsellor or it could be a specialist in this area. 
I would advise speaking to BEAT, B-E-A-T, the eating disorders charity. Um, They have a great website. They have two helplines, a general one and one dedicated to teenagers. The numbers will be listed on the pool's website beneath this podcast. And they also have a lot of advice on their website, b-eat.co.uk. Perhaps you could seek some advice on your own first and then talk to your teenager about some of the things that you've found out. Obviously, don't make it sound as if you've gone behind his back about this. If you're going to seek long-term help, though, it will have to be his decision, and he'll have to be ready to ask for help, and that is not an easy thing to do. Regardless of which of these options you choose, to back off or to seek professional help, the most important thing to do is to keep the lines of communication open with your son. Do things with him that have nothing to do with this problem and take his mind off it. Find out what he most enjoys in life and make sure he has plenty of opportunities to do that. Make it easy for him to have his friends round to the house. Try and stay relaxed and calm so that you're not putting more pressure on him. Good luck and I'll be thinking of you all. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.